Welcome back to another episode of Views yes. from Janessa. Today's going to be an awesome episode. Episode. A great, I great, think great it's going to be a great episode. Um, but first, as always, as always, check in. Check in. How are you, Mo? Um, I'm doing good this week. Uh, this week was a, a pretty good week. I have been picking back up on reading. Okay. Since, you know, we're done with school. Right. So I have been reading. I'm not going to tell you guys yet the book. I'm going to bring them out little by little. But um, it's just so uh, always eye-opening to me. Even if I read a book before, mm-hmm. and then depending on the season I'm in, yeah. rereading it again, it just brings so much more light and clarity and understanding. So, yeah, this week, that's what I've been doing. It's two different books I've been reading, and it's been very amazing. Awesome. So, that's yeah, good. Pretty good. And I've been sticking to our routine. Let me tell you guys, Carla and Sherelle have fell off <laughs> and are checking in in our physical <laughs> fitness. Wait, wait. I feel thrown under the bus, but I I'll, like I'll save mine. I'm the person <laughs> who was like, guys, are we sticking to our goals that we say we're going to stick to in the last quarter of the year? Mm. Yeah. Mm. But I, your girl stuck to it. Your girl stuck to it. This is week two of being strong. Okay, okay. Are, are you done? I'm done. Because I, I need a rebuttal. Here's my week, and here's Sherelle. I need, I need a rebuttal. Yes. Okay. First off, yes. Right. Mm-hmm. I have not fallen off. Okay. No, she didn't fall off. I'm done. I yet. have gone to the gym, Correct. and I am hurting at the current moment. Okay. Are you hurting? Or are you growing? My body hurts. Your body. Is I don't know growing. the difference right now. Okay. Because <laughs> I have been going to the gym in the morning, eight to nine. That's right. Okay. Yeah. I um. Listen. Praise the Lord. The Lord wants me to work out because. Okay. <laughs> um. Because I found my emails from my old trainer back in 2014. Oh wow. So I. I've been so doing all those workouts and oh, the, the meal. He has like a whole meal uh, nutrition thing. That's even better. And I was like, look at God. Mm. You want me? Because normally on. I can't find emails from back, back in the day. Remembrance. Okay. So I've been yes, doing Holy that. Spirit. Thank you. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've been working out. But outside of that, though, I had a rough week. I had a rough week emotionally, and I'm trying to figure out why. So everybody, on, help counsel. me pray about that. Um, because I, I just felt. I just feel a super, super heavy heart around uh, men in general. Mm. Um, I was praying as I was driving to one of my clients on Monday and, um, you know, just praying normal prayer, Lord protect us and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I just shifted because I started praying for some of uh, my babies, my teen, my teen boys. Yeah. And I mentioned them by name and then it just started like the whole, the waterworks, yeah. the everything. I and I was just like, what is happening? Yeah. Like, what, what was that? Like to the point where it was like pull over cry like it wasn't like I could cry through and still drive it was just like a like a lot was just bubbling so I'm like lord is something gonna happen like what what is this um so I'm praying about it and just the whole week like I've just been heavy Mm -hmm. about it um so I don't know well hopefully lord come on Jesus tell me what's happening Mm -hmm. um hopefully nothing bad um so that was pretty much my week um praise the lord it is october the weather has gotten chilly i, I love it i not love this summer i miss you i love it i hate hate heat I love heat. heat is not my friend heat i am from the caribbean the i am an island girl but i just island girl to the tea i don't do it um but yeah so we actually have a guest here yes, in the we do. 
studio for the show. Um, Monique's going to introduce her. Ooh, okay, we have the honorable <laughs> Dr. Cheryl Hardy. Oh Let me break it down a little bit about her <laughs> PhD in counseling. Yes. Licensed clinical pastor counselor. Yes. Certified professional life coach. Uh-huh. Certified grief recovery specialist. Mm-hmm. Certified temperament counselor. Come on consultant, here. Come, ordained minister in counseling. Licensed chaplain. <laughs> <laughs> professor so we are here today yes. and how was your week oh my week has been pretty good okay um um like like um one of the hosts said it's kind of heavy sometimes when you think yeah. about what's going on in the world but Absolutely. overall good i feel good, yes, good. i'm here yeah. with your lovely young blood young folks <laughs> I'm the elder here, so experience. We warned her, guys. We're like, you know, we're gonna ease you in. <laughs> but no, we're happy to have awesome. you. I'm glad your week was awesome. So glad you're here with us. Yes. Thank you. Thank All right. you very much. Um, so if everybody's week was okay, we got through it. The Lord is good. Yes. We're gonna jump into cuts from the culture. Cuts from the culture. All right, because Monique saves my life and she sends over some good stuff. <laughs> um so we'll we'll save the big one. For last, <laughs> for last. Um, wait, this is Tuesday. Was this this week that you sent me this stuff? Yeah, I think all of it was this oh, week. I believe wow. so. Said, but we we're always like sending things. So yeah, I feel like we had conversations about this. <laughs> um, that's why it seems repetitive to me. All right, okay. so um, I'll start off with mine because I don't want to linger too much on it. Um, so Isaac Curry Curry okay. is a gospel singer. Um, and we all know and love some of his songs. And he actually, and he's not the first person to do this, um, came out with Christian love songs. Mm. So for married folks, uh, I believe David and Tamala Mann had a whole album. Yeah, I think they did right? an album. Um, but this song, I listened to it and I was like, okay, this is giving me a little silk 90s R&B vibe. <laughs> you love You know, I R&B. love the 90s. <laughs> um, but it was, in, you know, listening to the lyrics, it was yeah. scripture. Oh, that he was singing. Right? Yeah, but nice. it was... Um, uh, but the 90s R&B beat like love ballad type of That's beat awesome. and I was like okay I can I can rock with this because it could have went like left it. right because you know loves I'm Christian and then you saying some stuff in the songs that's like uh I don't think you you could say that out loud you know yes, um yes. but it was actually really good <laughs> it was really good it was scriptural you know okay. I could look Which up what he was saying because there's some scriptures that are very I, well he, he I don't think he's he mentioned any song of Solomon because that's what I'm saying oh, you young kids there's a song of, young kids are married you young kids stay away from that book so, until you're married I'm like song of Solomon is pretty it could be a something pretty okay. loving I'm, yeah if, if you if if you ask me, so <laughs> let's just say not, not too many people preach on that. Oh, and okay, that one, they because leave that one alone. Listen, that's for like marriage retreats. Yes, that's that's, that's not it, a. It is necessary. Yeah, yes, it, no, yeah, it's but necessary. it's not a, a singles thing right now. Okay, yes. you'll save that for when you're married, guys. <laughs> um, but th- that song, it's it's getting some hype, and it's really cool. The song is called "Her," and it's basically a love song to his wife. Oh, um, that's yeah, so it's really nice and, and it's good. Um, let's talk about Superwoman. Yes. Superwoman yeah. Allison Felix. Felix. Girl, she breaks Usain Bolt's record for gold medals 10 months after giving birth. Emergency Ooh. C-section. I can't, I, like people, some people can't even walk. Like, I, my, I had a C-section and it was just, 
such a recovery process yes. that I'm like for her I don't know is it because she's fit being an athlete oh true true uh, does that yeah. affect her yeah. body her health no. yeah and her health and with bouncing back and to bounce back and get a gold medal like she is superwoman like just had a baby 10 months emergency c-section and 33. you beat 33 you beat so Usain Bolt which is supposedly the fastest person his gold medal his gold medal time. sorry his gold medal time. yeah 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 that's amazing yeah, but is that amazing. is and I think it's hope to so many women that one if you're in different life stages mm-hmm. that you probably could feel I only could achieve in my 20s yeah she's achieving her 30s or you could feel like now that I have a kid I cannot have mm-hmm. uh that purpose same, in my life yeah. and my stuff that's just outside of motherhood yeah i, but I think that women in general are break i mean think about yeah. uh serena, serena williams yeah. you know yeah. who had the baby and had that scare immediately after and yeah. then she won the the championship right after i was like first of all she she won when she was pregnant when, yeah i was gonna say she was <laughs> pregnant when she was playing she was pregnant then she had the baby and came back and won <laughs> that's, that's how powerful like, women are yes. absolutely and i think we don't realize how powerful we are we yeah. give our power away oh yeah. yeah and i think it takes us seeing that because i think that maybe the narrative has been we can't yeah mm-hmm. more than the narrative been we can right so i think seeing it it's like oh i c- if they did it then maybe yeah, i can do I it can as well this. Mm-hmm. Yes. i can achieve it as well so shout out to you allison felix oh, yeah you know i think that i think that's the good. olympics is next year in 2020 mm-hmm. so yeah. come on on through with some medals for usa come on <laughs> um all right so the next one i want to uh let's mention is erica campbell she has a book called out called more than pretty um that's, that's what she's prom- been promoting okay. um and she talks about everything in there um but one of the things that's been a hot topic she's talked about this before mm-hmm. but um again it's coming back and it's the fact that her husband had uh, an affair and yes. early on in their marriage mm-hmm. um and she chose to to forgive him and chose to stay and yeah. um so everybody's like up in you know arms about it and yeah. i'm like mm. <laughs> you know everybody's marriage is their thing yeah, you know marriage. if you can forgive which the, the good book tells us to <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah. it ain't easy yeah. but it's Far something from. that you know the book good the good book tells us to do um and she basically was like you know he made a mistake he is not a mistake but he made a mistake and i thought that was powerful yeah that was a great saying to me like when she said that yeah Yeah. she was like i don't think my i think he made a mistake he is not the mistake yeah and i was like wow that made me really sit back and reflect yeah and i just think that sometimes we when we hear about mistakes we are quick to throw people away mm-hmm. you know with she's out. a counselor so you know th- <laughs> yes. she throws these things you we, know we are quick to yes, throw them is. away without really sitting to evaluate them holistically yeah yeah as individuals so and look at both sides and look right. at both sides yeah. so our our common saying we always say is distinguish the difference between our peter yeah. and our judas yeah so and, yeah. so judas was you he was you know you couldn't fix that but peter he made the mistake denied the lord and but he was able to redeem himself like he realized it yeah and tried to cover. whereas I, judas never tried to yeah i think judas felt there's a difference between i don't know if he, you can't fix it i believe you can okay yeah maybe wrong choice of words but, but <laughs> i just feel like judas didn't do what peter did in the sense of i admit and right I come mm. to mm-hmm. um take responsibility that what i did was yeah so was do you wrong. feel like we all have to have a judas in our lives uh, I don't think we have to because I don't. But we're going to. Oh, you do. But we're going to. We're going to have one. Yeah, I, I absolutely yeah. do. In, in, a, yeah, in a society that we're, to. Yeah. that we we're we're in, I think we're bound to yeah. run into them yeah. and 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 bounce off them, especially if you don't come from 
you're just exposed to so much that I feel like you will. Especially now. Yeah. Especially. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely do. Absolutely. That was good. Yeah. Um, all right. And I think, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you did have one more. I had Ava. Yeah. Ava DuVernay Ava has opened a movie theater in Los Angeles to help women of color showcase their projects. Right. Mm. And I'm just like in awe of what I feel like she's mm. doing she's for black, the black community. The the avenue she's opening up. I feel mm. the same way with Tyler Perry as well. Like they open up these yes. avenues that yeah. I'm just so thankful that they're making roads for others in their yeah. field yeah. of the field of film and production. Yeah. She did when they see us if you guys don't know she did queen sugar and i feel like she's just opening up this avenue that we're able to have a table to come to yeah like they they were getting denied tables they built a table yep. and they're allowing us to come to exactly table. and i i like you said i love that they're building something not just for themselves but for others yeah. and in the process of doing it for others yeah. like they still get shine too Absolutely. so it's not like oh i'm doing all of this and nobody recognizes me yeah. you are but in the midst of like doing all this great stuff yeah. like i i just love them they are awesome, awesome. people and, and from where they see us he just won an emmy yeah the, uh, what's his name, his name? J- i want to say jared he just won an emmy and i'm just like what if he didn't have this opportunity right and his yeah. first was his first this job is, well i don't know if it's first but it, a breakout a breakout it was a breakout uh, role. role yeah and look look how amazing it it's was huge and it's, it's incredible yeah um all right so we'll <laughs> dive into um Amber Geiger uh, found guilty of the murder of uh, fatally shooting Bo- Botham Jean. Yeah. Um, Is he patient? I, I don't know. Yeah, I was wondering. I was wondering. I'm wondering. Name, yeah, Gene is usually a us thing. I was just like, is he Haitian? But I know they're from St. Lucia. Yeah. But oh, okay. I, I was wondering, yeah. you know, what are the ties? Mm. They, if, if there's ties. But he's know. Caribbean. Yeah, he's Caribbean. Um, but oh. nonetheless, he he was a worship leader. Yeah. He, you know, he was a really stand up guy. And then um, she, you know, busted in his house uh, and fatally Person. shot him. Um. Yeah. And she has been sentenced to 10 years. And um, so the uproar is basically more. So his brother, uh, Botham's brother, um, asked to hug her, his his brother's killer. um, And he Mm. basically was saying, I forgive you and, you know, find the Lord and all that. Yeah. But then the judge Mm -hmm. on the case decided to hug her as well. And supposedly gave her a Bible, I believe. I believe so. Um, and the bailiff. Uh, stroking the stroking her, her hair, hair making yeah. her. Like, yeah. it was, seems like everyone was comforting her. The, her. the, the killer. Yeah. yeah. The, you know, the convicted murderer. Yeah. But I seen a picture today that the judge was hugging the mother. She hugged her well, as well. I would hope so. Yeah, they were hugging the family. They were hugging the family as well. But don't you think that's crossing boundaries? Absolutely. I believe she's actually there's a uh, yeah, something a, uh, investigation, some or investigation or something against something the judge now. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Because yeah. that was inappropriate. Because that, yeah. you know, that would never happen with anyone else, ever, 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 ever. Yeah. You know, um, is she done her professional duties when it's after she's done or no no you're still in your robe it's still in the courthouse still in the case that you just presided over yeah and you need to stay at the bench yeah like that doesn't you know yeah. what i mean um i know a lot of people felt some type of way at first with the brother but i i kind of understand that um especially if you're wa- 
walking yeah. what you actually are preaching and teaching and, all, and learning all of that stuff. Like, cause his family, again, they're in the church and we, we, we talk about forgiveness. And I mean, if God could give us breath daily and we human beings killed his son, nailed his son to a cross, uh. then I would imagine Absolutely. that he would be like, all right, you can you can do this. And this is not the first time this has happened on Earth, guys. Mm -hmm. There have been mothers who have hugged the killers of their children. So, you know, um, it's not think, the first I time. That, uh, I think that it might be more upward because of our history. Mm hmm. Our, our racial history and and the history behind um police and the black community yes yeah which is kind of what is i guess the trigger the, yeah what's going yeah. on That's what um yeah definitely i mean for me like i said i under the from the brother i was like all right cool do you i'm not there <laughs> but if you there have at it i wouldn't need more time you know what i, I mean I, I, need, I, need, I need more time probably I, a lifetime I, I, I'm, uh, I mean i watched <laughs> it and it was just like time. yeah it, it was a lot was it like, was a lot to even to watch yeah you know? especially that after the heavy. sentencing yeah i was like 10 years that's what and 10 five years after side five notes up for parole. Yeah. Yeah. and, and we like, know life five is years. lost yeah like so you'll have a whole nother life you a can whole life after life and it's just like it would be understandable I guess it would be more understanding if you felt that you would receive that, but you you You're understand not. for so much less. Yeah, we haven't received. That. There's a young yeah. man. I should have kept the story. Um, I can't. I forget his name. I believe he was out of Chicago that um killed a police dog hmm. and got 34 years. Uh, yeah. 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 For yeah. a police dog, the yeah. law is not favorable for people of color. Of color being right. So this evident. is like you, an innocent man, sitting eating in his house, in eating ice home. cream, mm. in your home, in your home, and someone. That's I when mean, you feel safe. That's right. you're supposed to be safe. You know, and <laughs> and this found you still there in your own home. Right, and then your your killer gets coddled in a sense very much so so it's just it's it, it, it's yeah about, about it's disheartening people. yeah by three people His brother the, the judge, judge you know, the someone, family. someone yeah. actually brought up uh, uh in, in mental health as well is this a part of slave conditioning they had said and they spoke about post-traumatic slave syndrome mm. and they spoke about stockholm syndrome um and saying like would would others feel this and do this that weren't of color and didn't go through what mm -hmm. we went through as to their oppressors mm. so it was that's, it was just something to think about it's something yeah, that I, we it, are it, such forgiving people yeah we absolutely are. we are absolutely and i think so. we had to be like that to survive, to survive yeah mm -hmm. what we've but now done. it's like really yeah yeah yeah, yeah so, this i i don't know i don't know anyway. it would take it's me just, a while it would take yeah as a therapist as a christian therapist and all that good stuff <laughs> it would take me a while right i just need a couple more days like i need a month. heal yeah yes i need a heal like yeah. this is yes. and yeah it's mm -hmm. i whew, i don't know guys um so you guys of this course can let us one. know your thoughts you know on, on instagram let us know you follow us shirella mo mo um views <laughs> from janessa on the page um yeah and let us know your thoughts because this one was kind of rough this one was yeah i i, I, I feel like we're still reacting and still we are it's still going through it at, at yeah still it's a lot yeah um all right yeah so let's see this kind of goes into our topic um yes that we're discussing today you know it kind of does go into the topic 
Um, all right, so let's jump into the topic. So, um, Dr. Hardy is here. Um, we in the last week of September, yeah. um, we decided to have someone um, come up and just discuss like grieving process and um, grief as a whole. Um, because it's the anniversary of um, our former senior pastor's um, passing um, and community leader beloved by literally everybody. Wow. Like, no person ever has ever, you know, said something bad. I mean, strangers were like, oh my goodness, you know? But no one's done what he's done. Right. In, a, in our community um, to be a bishop of so many churches all over church planting yeah. all over whether it is the Bahamas Haiti That's Dominican Republic, Republic. Yeah. We, just, Everywhere. we have churches all over throughout the United, the United States. States you know it, it we've been a pillar for example for so many other Haitian churches yeah um, wow. and basically going against the grain of of division yeah. b- between our culture and being an uh, example of unity yeah. and coming together, creating a pastor association, mm-hmm. just being able to do all these things that yeah. hasn't been done. Yeah, and, and well-respected by the community in yeah, a whole, like other a whole. cultures and, uh, you know, beloved. And we lost him last year. Yeah. Um, he gone on to um, be with the Lord. <laughs> Um, where he has listened, <laughs> almost conditioned us. I mean, as hard as it is to take, yeah. it, that always reminded you that he's going home. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, like he's like, this is not my home. I'm yeah. gonna be with my Lord. Like, yeah. so you know. Um, but he's always prepared. But it's still a hard hit. Yeah. Um, very so unexpected. yeah, very unexpected. And so we know that a lot of people, especially with the anniversary, the first anniversary that just passed, yeah. um, are still trying to wrap their minds around it. So we just wanted to have someone professional here to help us and talk through it and understand and any tips or anything you know and uh leading in the conversation so you guys know this is a little bit more serious so i'll probably be toned down um and mo will do what she does best (laughs) um but go ahead Mo. i guess before we even get into it what brought you to go towards grief counseling because it could be such a like heavy, heavy yeah yes that's a good what question brought you I, that? I think most people that's in psychology mm-hmm. um you go into it for yourself mm-hmm. subconsciously mm-hmm. and being raised with a mother that was saved and loved yeah. the lord but mm-hmm. she was depressed i found Ooh. myself being um watching depression and, and yeah. feeling grief and Absolutely. feeling grief too and then I, I just started getting into it because I wanted to see people be healed. Absolutely. And you know, in the, in the church community, we we push grief to the side. Absolutely. Grief is a misunderstood emotion yeah. and expected to get over it real quick. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we don't get over it. It's we like don't. it's like an ocean. Mm-hmm. It comes in waves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and and I think that death is like a different type of hurt or loss that yes. than any other hurt we experience on this earth. You know, and and sometimes I think because we don't have the tools because we don't know we approach it kind of in the sense of how we approach other hurts or other paths like okay let me just get over it or maybe someone else tells you that just to to get over it is there is death something you ever just get over over it or is there a way that we should or try to strive to look at it death is something that you do not get over it because the person was a part of your life so it's like losing a limb and somebody telling you to get over it but you no longer have that right arm so you have to learn how to live without that person exactly yeah so Mm -hmm. grief is very deep grief can take you down 
from your head to your toe. Mm-hmm. It can make you sick. And some people even pass away. After. I remember when my aunt passed away six months later, my grandmother. And the doctor mm-hmm. said because she grieved so hard. Oh, wow. Um, remember Debbie Reynolds when she found out her daughter passed and she passed the next day. Mm-hmm. So grief can, can, can really you can that. take you to a shock, mm-hmm. uh, that disbelief, and then your body gets numb and you just hard for you to manage. Mm-hmm. So it is it is an emotion that is there. And when you say, when you talk about the entire church i was sitting here thinking oh my god i wonder how people manage yeah mm-hmm. you know because sometimes people act like everything is okay, okay. right yeah. but then they have that delayed grief and they lash out later on absolutely mm-hmm. yeah yeah um it it, it yeah I, I don't know how is it as a whole um, what do you mean with us yeah, yeah how did you how did you manage like the young folks here Man, honestly, and and this is why I wanted us to talk about it because it's just—it's such a—I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It was, um, I'd say, we literally just to ourselves, really. um, We—I mean, we did have individuals like if you wanted to, I believe to 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 reach out and and and, uh, talk to people, but um, that's not something that we're. Uh, by nature that we do like hey you know oh, yeah. something is wrong i need help like we, it's we struggle to do it especially as youth people we're like mm, i don't want to well, talk to you about stuff process. yeah let me know what up? i'm feeling right yeah. you know i don't even know what i'm feeling do yeah. i need help do i yeah. do i not need help I, yeah i don't know yeah. and you know, that's so very okay? good how can i identify the feeling so yeah. when you're yeah. no longer acting acting the same that's normal for you yeah because i don't like to say normal but you're normal yeah. yeah that means that you need to have some type of assistance and support yeah. and counseling is not the worst thing to happen it's a support <laughs> right <laughs> you know it's, true. And it's so funny when people come to counseling and i start laughing they, i can see them shaking yeah. <laughs> it's not that serious not. but it is for them yeah. And then when they leave, they go, "Ooh, that wasn't bad." Because yeah. they need to support you. That's it. Yeah. yeah, I think it's just the narrative um, yes. for so long of what counseling was um, would be that, and I think now it's starting to turn this tide um, of how they view yes. counseling and that. Yes. You know, it's, it's necessary. Just like, and then just keep to me, they keep comparing just mental health and, and just different issues to physical health, and just like if you guys understand this in the physical, right. we also need to check in with this on the mental. Yeah. And I also think when you suffer from a lot of loss yeah. you need to be aware of it because a Absolutely. lot of times when people have a lot of loss they'll just say I don't know what's wrong with me I'm depressed mm-hmm. I had one lady came in and she said oh I lost my job I lost my husband <laughs> I lost my health I- I'm lost and she said but I'm here for depression I said let's deal with grief first yeah and she said oh my yeah, goodness you know what yeah let's a lot of people with, jump into just like, hit depression yeah and you like you bypassed everything that leads up yes. to it yeah 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 and this is why I say we don't know yeah. like this is why we have Absolutely. to have these conversations because it's just like that's why this week I reading my book and it it's starting to dive in to just help you to sit there and question and understand things you don't have the language nor mm-hmm. the knowledge of yeah yes. so it's just like I I know I, I know something's wrong but I don't know so yeah. the body grief is when you react to yes. a loss mm-hmm. and that's any type of loss and the love the loss of a loved one is major mm. okay. but it could be the loss of health it could mm. be a loss of your pet mm, it yeah. could be a loss of children we don't pay attention to that children yes. look transitioning from one school to another that yeah. loss of the last school they went yeah. to it covers so much yeah. the loss of hair the yeah. loss of teeth the loss of health elderly yeah. they they you see most of them sometimes they ah, they always gra- <laughs> yeah. because they lo- they lose in their they they can, their mobility mm. and so loss is Ooh, big that's loss a good one big. i never thought about that yeah now I have to have more patience for the elderly. Yes. 
episode. Oh, I never really. Yeah. yeah. And even with the different types of, as you're saying, the different types of grief, immediately when I think of grief, I think of like mortality, like, you know, yeah. somebody dying. Yes. I never think of grief as, okay, a transition from one place to another. Yeah. That never crossed my mind yes. at all. Wow. Military children, I see that a lot when they come mm. to counseling. The oh. loss of their friends from one oh, state yeah. to another, another. state. Mm. Yeah, that's a whole lot. And so it it, it includes so much in our lives. And yeah. we just think about one the loss thing. of a loved one, yeah. which is heavy. Yeah. That's heavy because that person is no longer touchable. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know? yeah. Mm. Oh, goodness. So how can I identify grief? Yes. <laughs> you know, so when, when you're... And I don't understand. I don't think a lot of people know when they're really hurting. Yeah, they try to push it to the side. Yeah, but then it's going to come back up. It does, mm. and it comes back up in negative behavior and explosion. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, what around? What's wrong with you? But you, yeah. you're grieving. Mm. You're, you're going through. So, what are some signs? Like, I mean, yeah. obviously, aside from like. But here's where I think people get confused between or, or just jump into I'm, I'm depressed is because, you know, the crying or the the anger or the I just want to sleep all the time or the I just want to eat all the time. Like or, you know, just doing something just to distract themselves um, and people mm-hmm. jump in or oh, I'm depressed. But it, that could be symptoms of grief, grief. actually. Right. Uh, so, so that yeah. feeling of being empty, oh. that feeling of loneliness, the feeling of missing the person and you're not sharing that. Mm. Um, all that is symptoms of grief mm-hmm. when you feel like you're isolated but you're in a crowd mm. and you're literally missing the person in your head yeah. that's a sign of grief okay. not talking about it is a sign of grief holding tears back mm. you know because crying is healthy and a lot of times people don't want other people see them cry oh yeah. yeah in my business Dr. Hardy in my business <laughs> no, I mean I find that too I had lost my aunt and it was very sudden and we weren't at the church when it happened but our church found out first before us so um they end up we end up getting called we were in maryland to celebrate christmas with my sister that's where she lives and we end up getting called by different church members that are calling us thinking we knew so they're asking about my aunt and we're like what are you talking about because no one was contacted yeah so like i didn't i think I was it was grieving but I was upset first yeah. so mm-hmm. I'm just like very upset like how could no one have called us first yeah. this is that I'm just very upset my dad this is his little sister yeah. so oh, immediately he's yes. like crying my aunt is crying and we're like trying to rush back home to New Jersey now to see what's going on my grandmother and my aunt's by themselves they don't really speak English like that yeah. which understand why we weren't contacted and they brought it to the church first to yeah. find someone who could um, yeah. and we came back and I didn't realize I was hurting. It wasn't until I think that Sunday the pastor was apologizing yeah. about how the news had spread and how we found out. And my friend, she turned to me to hug me. Yeah. And that's when I just started to cry. Yeah. And it really was like coming out. And I didn't even know mm, like yeah. it was that I was holding up this pent of hurt and maybe like releasing it in anger mm-hmm. yes. more than dealing with the fact of a loss yeah yeah, yeah. So and, and i good. think that when somebody on uh, transition we need to ease the information to the closest person is necessary yeah. finding out by different people and on social media is one of the worst yeah. oh my goodness that's yeah. a double media grief because yeah. you feel like you lost control of like 
this yeah. is my family and then I so that's I mean, when I saw something on Facebook and the family didn't know yeah. I thought that was really yeah, yeah. and that's devastating be a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That, and that, I feel like that tends to happen more so with younger um, people yeah because immediately oh R.I.P. and you're like wait like wait you, a yes. you wait a day or two before you start R.I.P. in because, yeah. because not everybody know, you're just scrolling and all of a sudden R.I.P. what's this yeah. and then and a picture the shock of your life yeah that it's, is it's, devastating yeah very true. Definitely very true. Yeah, so we got to be careful about those types of things. Um, What else you got, Mom? Yeah, so I find like after death, I find people are at a loss of how to support someone. Yeah. um, That's going through that. Like someone, and and I think because they don't know, it may cause distance. You know, I don't really know what to say. I don't really know what to do. And and I don't want to do anything that caused more harm. Um, Do you find that to be common? And what can we do that to be supportive? Um, I found out I see that you shouldn't say much when a person and you want to be a supportive just sit there with the person okay you know and then ask the person do you would you like would you like to me to share something or mm-hmm. um would you want to talk the griever should be in control because okay. some grievers mm-hmm. don't want to okay. talk they don't yeah. want to mm-hmm. talk some some grievers want to just keep talking mm-hmm. and i think um when you don't respect the person you're crossing the line mm-hmm. okay. you know that's good okay. um and even in where the person is preaching during the eulogy some some things they just shouldn't say too much of mm-hmm. okay i think i was listening to aretha franklin and the guy said no woman could raise a, a male child i'm mm-hmm. thinking oh she's she has four sons mm-hmm. and so you know it, you have to ask the family is it okay for me to say, say that? that yeah, yeah. okay that um, good. do you find that men and women grieve differently Yes. Yes. Okay. In what way? In what way? Yeah. Uh, when women are more expressive and mm. and they're quicker to go to grief recovery and grief counseling, okay. where men um, they think they can handle it on their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when they do come to counseling, they just boo. They yeah. just they take over more than the woman <laughs> no, because they haven't felt that they had a safe space, mm-hmm. and so they take it to another level. But yeah, yeah it's and, totally and I think different. it's probably like even societally as a society it's more acceptable for women to be yeah. cultures culture yeah. yeah so I feel like sometimes they may not even know yeah. like they're hurting and immediately go into work yeah. and to doing other ways I guess of coping that and then you have the stigma of reaching out for help it's yeah. like well you know I can't but it's like I you need the help you yeah, know what I mean yeah. um but then there's the whole idea of well I don't want to be labeled you know as Absolutely. anything for seeking out help yeah. um and I need the help so I put on Facebook this morning and I still think it's not good for you to just have three days from work. Corporate America give you three days. Mm -hmm. Three Three days. Three days. And you expect me to go back. Like, to work yeah. and that's unhealthy yeah five yeah. days to the minimum yeah. but that three days and they you know you just lost someone right. close to you and yeah. yeah three days are probably just now like okay it's even, clicking maybe, maybe. At, th- at day three yeah. you know like yeah. especially if you're in denial at first then it's probably at a day three you're probably like oh wait you so know that's a sign of telling you society wants you to get over it in 72 right. hours right exactly. yeah so we're like yeah. 72 that, hours can yeah, do that, that. yes yeah. <laughs> you, that's it's a, part a person it's a a person a that's person yeah that yeah no longer here just shift to another side this yeah. needs to right. yeah. yeah um i find that a lot of people who do have loss um many do not feel like themselves like they feel like they're not themselves anymore do you find that to be common and i guess they they may wonder like how long is it going to be like this that i don't feel like myself 
it's common for you not to feel like yourself. Mm-hmm. How long it takes is up to your you and your healing. You mm-hmm. cannot compare your grieving process to someone else's. Mm-hmm. And so in my one of my grief groups, a, a lady said her husband passed away. He was 16 years. Her family said, he's been gone 16 years. You should be over it by now. Mm-hmm. That is that is devastating yeah. because yeah. grief is something that you really don't get over it, yeah. but mm-hmm. you deal with it mm-hmm. and you heal. So it's feel feel the pain mm-hmm. deal and then heal feel deal heal feel it because if you don't feel it you're always you're not dealing with it mm-hmm. yeah and so you won't get to the healing part mm. okay i'm just thinking of like so we're avoiding yes. grief yes mm. most people yeah. are avoiding are grief it. which avoids dealing with it which avoids your healing so you always walk around hurt because you never dealt with or allowed yourself to fully feel, feel it. so how do we yeah. allow ourselves to feel it and sit down and talk to yourself about i'm really feeling this pain you can sit and talk to a counselor or to yourself mm-hmm. i'm feeling this pain and allow yourself to feel it because you know when the feeling comes up how many times we have Pushed Push it back it. down. Yeah. No, I'm not feeling that way. No, I'm not going to cry. Yeah. Oh, my eyes is sweating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get it out of your system. And, yeah. and I, I think in, in talking to yourself about it, if you're not comfortable yet to, to reach out to someone, mm-hmm. I mean, we're all women of faith here. So I think that's a great opportunity or time to literally take it to the Lord in prayer. I mean, the good book talks about it. You know, lay down your, your worries, bring all your worries to the Lord, like bring everything to him in prayer. So I think in that moment, moment where you're like i can only deal with this quote unquote with myself right it's yourself and god right because yes. god is always where you are that's right um so that's a, a great time to talk and then i know that in itself is kind of difficult mm, because um difficult. even when you know like my our pastor had passed away and like he's our pastor so i was like i kind of had a thing with god where i was like i don't want to talk to you right now and i feel like that with a lot of people they could almost feel mad at god yeah yes yeah and so as much as i i didn't want to talk to other people and i had to deal with myself it was but i don't want to talk to you about it and technically the person that i would talk to um so how how do you deal with that then like and i usually have a person to do an angry journal Mm -hmm. and what they do is they sit down and they talk to god how angry i am with you because you're getting it out you're still healing okay and and it's so funny how they and i would tell them in session talk about all your anger what are you disappointed about how can this happen to me Mm -hmm. you said god doesn't make a mistake really Mm -hmm. i feel like god did make a mistake talk about get that out of you and then they start processing and start going back to dealing without feeling and then you go back to the healing it's nothing wrong with being angry yeah. but if you hurt somebody don't angry yeah, that's right. different yeah. but it's nothing wrong and a lot of times we are angry with God and the yeah. thing about it is God can handle it oh I love that like, God children, can handle God it can, your children are pouting and they're so I'm so angry with mom and dad you'll be alright yeah. <laughs> mom and dad can handle it yeah, yeah. That's so, so God true. can handle it he's that's so good. nurturing yeah he, he, he got us he has a hedge of protection around us yeah that's so good. if you want to stomp and fall out and pass out <laughs> for six months god can handle it yeah. he know you need time out yeah <laughs> i love so that true. we yeah. don't think about that you don't you don't yeah. think about he's our father you don't think yeah. about that yeah um i find yeah. another thing that it that people struggle with is when they when you do have a loss now you have a lot of personal items um that are in the home and in the in their clothing their room so many different things it's just like well what 
do I do with their personal items or, or do I keep them? Do I yeah. not? Like, that's a whole nother process in that's itself pro- because you know, that's another part of grieving too yeah. is, is trying to figure out what to do with the clothes but this is so important mm-hmm. we all need to have something in writing mm-hmm. okay. everybody yeah. in this world I mean if you have something email if it's in writing it'll stand up in court of law is legal yeah. okay. have something in writing what you want to do with your items because mm-hmm. that is that's a lot on the family yeah. mm-hmm. if you're not yeah. If you're not able to uh to decide what to do. Yeah, yeah. And, and we don't know when it's gonna if it's gonna be delayed or sudden. Mm. Yeah. We just don't know. Mm. So I just say have everything in writing. Mm. I think as young people, we don't even think about that. Yeah. Like I it's like I'm immortal. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I and I think how we don't, different is that with grief with whether someone's younger yeah. and whether someone's older. Because we've had younger. Young, yeah. Younger is harder. Yeah. yeah. We've had younger. But it depends on your love too, because the love, the deeper the love, the harder the grief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Could you explain, I guess, for our listeners who may not know, um, a little bit about the stages of grief? Um, is it true? Uh, and can you tell just a bit about it too? Um, so the stages stages of grief was about from um, Elizabeth Culver, I believe she's a therapist. Okay, and she went through the um, she talked about the anger part. I'm not in order. The exception, <laughs> the um, bargaining. But when I took my grief recovery training, they said throw that all out the window. Really? Okay. And so, um, I, so that's when I come to the fact that we all grieve in our different moments, and we have so many different. types types of grief mm-hmm. and I don't think we realize we have I, I have hit down I don't think we have we don't realize that we have like anticipatory grief okay. delayed grief complicated mm-hmm. grief we don't know that like yeah. anticipatory grief is when a caregiver receive um, news about the family might be transitioning mm-hmm. and so you're waiting yeah. to hear and the delayed one is when you're doing everything and you look good and yeah. then all of a sudden six months later it, it hits you, hit you. Mm-hmm. and so it's yeah. so many different parts of grief yeah, but yeah, I think I think the five. Well, I think the mm-hmm. five. Well, you know how you go to training one person yeah. tell you one thing, mm-hmm. but I think the the five. Um, uh, uh, what is what is the, the five, five stages? stages. Yeah. I think is um, relevant. Yeah. I really do. I really do, especially bargaining and acceptance. What's bargaining? Bargaining as well. What well, could have been worse? Oh, okay. it could have been worse, and yeah. um, and then you keep and it's going back and forth, forth in your mind. Yeah. Oh, okay. and, and I think we all we we say that quite often when it mm-hmm. gets overwhelming. You say, well, it could have been worse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do to soften it. Yeah, yeah. to soften the blows in mm-hmm. your body yeah. and your thinking pattern. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true. Um, I find many times after a loss, many people can feel very like alone. And that no one kind of understands what they're facing. Mm-hmm. Um, do you find suicidal ideation to be common? And um, if it is a loved one of mine, what are some signs so I can know or what can I do to be helpful in this time frame isolation is common a lot of times people want to be by themselves um suicidal um thoughts and i think that comes with a little of everything um sometimes it's but couples marry a long time yeah one person said i don't want to be here any longer yeah um and what was your other question just how i get the scientists you said isolation isolation is there anything that i could do to help like I, I've had an aunt who's like lost a child before and it's like is there anything that I could do to help in this process or if I feel a friend 
it could be in suicidal ideation if they lost a parent mm-hmm. um and how help how can i help yeah i right. would definitely ask the question have you thought about killing yourself yeah mm-hmm. and then you see think, i think i think you if i always head asking on, that just mm-hmm. out there because most people are like huh like you know like what like mm-hmm. have you thought about killing yourself oh wow i think and so you would and then you and make sure you watch the person body yeah. language and have them to answer it yeah. and they say oh no just try to you know work it but if they pause i think 911 should be called and they need to have evaluation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is i've i have been a therapist for over 22 years wow. this is the first year i sent over seven people to the hospital wow what is going for on suicidal Lord? thoughts what is going on yes so we do need to go in prayer and we need to know how to handle griefs and this is a great show to have yeah so it could help us to figure out our, our lives yeah and not suffer in silence. Yeah, and that's what I think that we end up having it's a lot like of time because we're just not just equipped. Yeah, I don't know that this person is suffering. I don't know how to help them. It's yeah, just it's like, like even if I do know, like what do I do mm-hmm. to to help you out? When you know, in this predicament. What if you do tell? Or me what this? if it's too much for me to handle? Like yes. what? What do I? what next yeah. you know? And if I know a friend, I do that. I'll refer someone. I say you look like things are not going well. Yeah. I'm going to pay for you to go to someone for two times. Two times. There's two sessions. And then you can move on from there. And usually it works. And I think sometimes that's a good way to do too. To pay for the person. Mm -hmm. Listen, go and talk with someone. someone. Because I'm concerned about you. Because if you were having a heart attack, you would go to the doctor and get checked. If you're having a brain attack, you need to go and get some help. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, I think that some people may be advised to take mental health. I mean, take medication mm-hmm. and since mental health is like i think very new acceptance in in our community something yes. slowly but surely what are your thoughts on it and if they refuse i'm just thinking about haitians yeah because that's a thing no yeah i'm um, not going maybe they're more open to natural things i don't know What's like tea like tea because <laughs> that's our our our, our go-to, go-to is tea. Tea. Um, um yeah so what are your i guess thoughts on medication like maybe someone is really depressed and um suicidal what are your thoughts with the with medication i would say try try as many things as non-medicated as possible exercises is is, don't you know exercising can take you to another place it helps your endorphins the happy part in your brain Mm -hmm. right so if you walk 30 minutes a day or at least 30 Mm -hmm. minutes three times a week that would help walking is good go to bed on time and that's Mm -hmm. on time because we we suffer from poor sleep hygiene Mm -hmm. in the united states of america we do not go to bed on time so we're walking around like drunk drivers mm. yeah. and so that would help a tea yes have yeah, a certain a type of tea <laughs> um, but if it goes to a part that you see that the person is not balanced yeah. I would say go to a psychiatrist and have have medication yeah. and it, and it's control you, you're not going to be over medicated yeah okay yeah. Yeah, but that's like so a t- almost like a taboo thing that's for yeah. us. Like, what medication? Like, no. we're not yeah. doing that. Um, so that's a very. I, I think yeah. they stretch out the other stuff yeah. before. Um, yeah, before going there. But I, I, medication is not bad. Is yeah. I mean, because if you take it for diabetes, 
You take yeah. it for high blood pressure. Sometimes you need to take it for anxiety, depression, mm-hmm. and yeah. other things that's going on. Sometimes the brain is just not balanced and yeah. it's dark. Yeah. And some people are born that way. Yeah. Some mm. people are born because you know depression is noticed young now. They yeah. started they starting to track it um, in the womb. Mm. And wow. so they used to say six months. Now they're tracking it earlier. So Yeah, it makes sense from the parent to mm-hmm. whatever that you're transfer. yeah, transfer. Like we passed down so many other things so many that we're things. not we didn't consider yeah. what mental things you could pass down. We're yeah. talking about iniquities being passed down. Oh yeah. So I'm like, how do you know that I did I open up a door, I have a door of depression in my family mm-hmm. and now this is something that we all face or anxiety and we all face this. Yeah more so so it's interesting yeah it's important mm-hmm. to deal with it not just for yourself but for your future you know uh-huh. and i'm thinking about us as youth like you know Think when we get married and have children like yeah. deal with some of the stuff now mm. so that your kids are not affected by it you know yeah, that's deep. so it's not just you it's your future it's and have that self-awareness yeah you, know, and take care know. Of you just said monique's Come, love word that's her word love word <laughs> Self-awareness, self-awareness is her word yeah. is her phrase my thing because i just feel yes. like <laughs> as a whole we are very unaware and i just feel yes, like this yeah the damage that can be done with from not knowing and i just think the blessings that can come from knowing, knowing yeah is, is amazing it's amazing and so. i always tell young folks if you get it young you won't have to suffer exactly. when you're older exactly. if you guys get on top of your game now, now yeah you're already you be on it. It's true. Yeah, yeah, the younger you can advise even and pass the younger, it on. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like the minute you see things, and can you say, "Oh, I know what you're going through. Yeah. I've been through there. Yeah. Here are the tools that you need to navigate this." And now they're not struggling and yeah other broken things of coping and, and yeah. negative yeah. influences that further yeah because my issues. my my goal is for you guys to break the generational curse absolutely yeah. generation generational, generational blessings. blessings yeah absolutely. absolutely and the young folks can do it yeah, yeah. and I you're agree. more vocal you have more things yeah and you, yeah get out there and do that but you know what and thinking about that um because i think about that a lot with my generation um and i think that's why a lot of us have so much anxiety is because we are the generation that recognizes so many of the generational curses and the the way that we're bound Mm. we realize it and we're trying to bust out of that right we're 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 so vocal about everything like we we're like wait this isn't right and we're active on breaking those things Mm -hmm. at the same time we're like trying to lead and create a path so i'm breaking a chain with one hand and i'm you know i'm drilling a new path in the other hand and that's a lot for too much us to carry so i think that's why a lot of us like you see the mental health has to be a thing because it's like it has to be addressed because we we're dealing with all of this it's heavy and i like i think about it because like i said this week i was so like like I was like I was saying um I felt like I was grief crying but yeah. I nobody passed well initially I was and going with the pass away okay. um but now I know grief is other things but that. right I'm like this is on time mm-hmm. um but now it's like it was just felt like a lot yeah of carrying a lot of heaviness yeah. um between the two things yeah. you know and it's like how do I I mean, I cried it out, but, you know, but like throughout the week, I was like, I want to sleep. I don't want to do anything yeah, like that's great. Yeah. yeah. I don't want it to be grief because I'm like, you know, what legit? I'm like, God, what in the world? Like, but what does it feel? God feel, made you sensitive. Feel. Yes, Bill. 
a lot now very sensitive it, you can write it all out what you're yeah. feeling what's yeah. your thoughts what's things going mm-hmm. on then we start Hopefully. to deal with what, what it, it and is I, and i and i think it's a it's a big thing for our generation just for the simple fact that we know what we felt growing up and i feel like a lot of our parents didn't have these tools yeah so you're coming to them like well what's the issue and they're like i don't know what to do yeah. and now it's we true. we we're sitting here like well i don't want to continue this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's just like i am grieving for things i did not learn yeah. and i'm trying to overcome yeah. but i'm also trying not to pass this down yeah. that's right you, you know stop i want to stop it and yeah. i want to educate whoever is coming our show whoever's coming after us so you don't have to come as a deficit but you can come you know more so that we prepared prepared for the different battles that's coming and different things that you will face Um, so I have one more I guess one more question if we have time for it Um, is some may seem to be coping better than others and some may not be coping as well is there hope after grief or will I ever will people ever feel like I could feel better it is hope after grief mm-hmm. but like we just said earlier as long as you have the self um, self-awareness, self-awareness. Mm-hmm. and you evaluate <laughs> yourself constantly yeah. say I am grieving now but I'm going to be okay because you could do a lot of self-talk mm-hmm. self-talk could really bless you yeah and God I know you're with me and yeah. I'm going to make it through yes. it yeah I am beautiful I'm fearfully and wonderfully made yeah, I'm made by the designer original and keep saying these things to and then you go right over it again and sometimes grief can and, it, and with some people, they 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 don't feel as much grief, and some people don't grieve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some people is is really small, mm-hmm. so you can't get over it. You know, I don't like to say get, get over. Yeah, it. You can't you get can. through, through it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah because um, it's 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 tough. It is. It's tough. Yeah. You know, you know, and just listening to your pastor. Um, I don't know if you you guys do some things in his memory mm-hmm. or talk well, about they just, him. They, well, well, this street, the street is just been named after him. After him. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so yeah. it was a huge on Haitian Flag on Day. Flag Day. Had all the community come out. Yeah. So it was, you know, this street is uh, always. Um, so, that, so that's good. That's yeah. good. And just celebrate his life and just tell God, thank you for the time that he spent Absolutely. here. Absolutely. And yeah. then you just connect and because his anointing is still going. You Absolutely. know, God has passed on through the church community. Yeah. And you guys, are, um, you, you're going to be all right. You're all right. Yeah. And you'll make it. Yeah. Awesome. All right. That, this was awesome. Yeah. Like, I prayed and God answered because I was trying to figure out, Lord, what is this? So I'm so glad that you came on and Thank leaked you for having uh, me. the answer to my prayer <laughs> came through you. Guys you practice, practice the things that she mentioned. You know, Absolutely. it's so very important for us in our community that we're doing this, that we're getting the tools and we're practicing um, it out. So, yeah, feel, so deal, heal with huge. For notice me. anyone, um, you know, just sit there with them. Sit like there with saying. Them. Ask them, you know, do you want to talk or not? If not, that's it's fine. Them, you know, let them there. be in control. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's and just be aware people. of, you know, their what they're doing. If they're going down the dark path a yeah. little bit too far, um, there's always help. Uh, Monique and I, I mean, you guys know yeah. Monique is the resident counselor. <laughs> um, she can find the help. She can find the help. Um, and no, but our church is blessed. very blessed. Very blessed. When I mean therapist, counselor, yeah. I mean the gamut of yeah. of just so many people yeah. that you can reach. If you if we can't, we can find someone. We that can, can definitely find someone and who that's can. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, so again, Dr. Hardy, we thank 
you thank so, you so much. much. This thank was you. awesome. Yeah, and we needed. hope to have you again yeah. uh, on the show. Uh, we truly, truly enjoyed you. Um, yeah. And we thank you. All right, you guys. So we're going to head out. Yeah. Um, but as always, um, you guys can follow us on Instagram um, and Facebook um, at Views from Genesla. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on the iTunes podcast, on SoundCloud, Google on Play. Um, Google Play, and of course on Sunday, on Saturday, Saturday, so, 2 to 3 p.m. Saturdays, 2 to 3 p.m. on Gajo Olivier. Um, we love you guys. We're always praying for you. Yeah. And, um, stay you know, encouraged. stay encouraged. Keep running your race. <laughs> Make it an impact on the culture. So, so crazy. Go ahead. <laughs> we love Go you guys. Bye. 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 Thank you. <laughs>